Welcome back, boys. We are the Take for Take podcast. Trent and Gage, we're all in town, man. I think this is first one of the first shows we've ever, ever done where all of us have been in town. Not in studio together, but uh, we're in, we're in town, which is nice. We make we make ends meet for, uh, through the Zoom call, so we're we're, we're giving you content whenever, wherever we are. Hey, we 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 do it for the people. We're a people's pod, you know. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Let's get going, boys. AFC West, reigning Super Bowl champions division, uh, high power offense division. Uh, we're not going to waste any time. Only thing I will say right now is we have three divisions after this one, man. This one is arguably the best offensive division in football, but we got some fun ones coming up. We got Gage's Niners in the NFC West here shortly. We got Trent's Brownies in the AFC North. We got the most exciting football player in Justin Fields in the NFC North. We, we're, we're right towards the tail end of our uh, – our NFL previews, man. College football right around the corner. Next show, we're going to dive head into that, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But without further ado, let's waste no more time. Let's dive right into the Sean Payton-led Denver Broncos. Win total set at 8.5, one of the best offensive minds in football, Gage. How do we feel about Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and company up in Denver? Well, talk about putting the ball on a tee and ready for a kickoff, huh? Let's fucking um, go. Holy, holy fucking intro. That yeah. was like, that was elite stuff. I love this, this division, uh, dude. I love this division. I'm pumped. <laughs> this division of football is exciting. Um, I don't know if Denver's the most exciting team in this division. That's probably <laughs> why we're starting off with I probably start off with them. This this pod's gonna only get better as we go on. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Everyone everyone in their moms last year. Um, I don't know if you want to say surprise is the right word, but taken back by how bad the first year in Denver with Russell Wilson truly was. Um, one of the worst offenses I think we have all seen, especially with how many fucking primetime games they had. I mean, no kidding, it was dude. very hard for the world not to see how bad their offense was because they were on primetime every half other week. The year. Um, yeah, they finished the year 5-12. and 12, The worst-ranked offense in the league. They only averaged just under 17 points a game. And, yeah, I don't know if Sean Payton is able to turn this around right now, but I think they're, they're moving in the right direction. He's obviously... Coming from a winning experience, Super wins and all that with Drew Brees and the boys, um, I think his main goal here is to end the, the seven-year drought that Denver has since the playoffs. Um, I think their their schedule is, is in their favor. They have nine home games this year um, against the Jets, which is I don't know if any of you guys touch, are going to touch on the Jets in that Week Five matchup. Um, pretty big revenge spot for them with. Nathaniel Hackett leaving and going to uh, BDOC. going to New York to yep to uh, team up with Aaron Rodgers and the boys over there. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm curious to see what you guys have to say about Denver before I dive too much into them because we might have some conflicting ideas or things that we can bounce off one another. So I kind of want to hear what you guys got to say. Go ahead, Trent. Yeah, Denver. Um... It's weird. I, I don't really have a ton to say on this team. Like, it, the 
obviously everyone knows last year how much of a disaster it was. And if you didn't know, Sean Payton reminded everybody um, <laughs> of how bad it was. Hit. Yeah, and um, that tweet I don't know, was it's crazy. been a weird vibe from Sean Payton know, was um, coming in and, and just kind of uh, basically taking a flamethrower to everything. So, I mean, they, he might be protecting his quarterback, Russell Wilson, but um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting vibes to start the year for them. Russell, it's going to come down to Russ, right? It's similar to the Brown situation where, you know, you can make all the improvements, whether it's the Browns, it's the roster, whether it's the Broncos, it's their coaching staff, but it's going to come down to their quarterback who they traded the farm for and thought they were getting an elite player. He was fairly bad last year. It's going to depend on if he's cooked or, you know, if there's a um, second act to his prime in his career. So, that's what it's going to boil down to. They do have a nice little easy stretch to start the year. Uh, it gets tough. the Raiders though. and the Commanders at home to start the year. So um, that, that's a nice little little comfort zone. They should go 2-0 and there. But I'm not really confident that this offense is going to be any good, as good as Sean Payton is at designing an offense and, and um, you know, winning with quarterbacks that weren't Drew Brees, which is impressive, whether it's Teddy Bridgewater or whoever. Um I just worry about this offense, man. This offensive line isn't very good. And Russ, who I've never been high on, was really bad last year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see if, if we see the same offense as last year, because that's what it's gonna boil down to in my opinion. Yeah, um they do start easy with these first two games, but this middle stretch of games is crazy for them. I mean Miami, Chicago, who's very improved. The Jets, Kansas City, Green Bay, that should be a win. But they get Kansas City again, Buffalo, Minnesota. Like, this schedule is crazy. Like, it's top ten in the, the top ten in the NFL in terms of toughest schedules. Um, Gage, you mentioned that they were dead last last year in total offense. They were 27th in point differential. They just – they had a massive turnover with their entire roster. They – cut 20 or they didn't bring back 29 guys from last year's roster including seven offensive linemen um they brought a couple guys at mcglinsky i think is his name they brought in i forget his name but they brought in a couple decent offensive linemen to give yeah, russ that's, that's the same from from the uh from the gauges niners yeah um, mike mcglinsky i think but um i like this team under eight and a half wins i mean i just I don't think they do anything crazy. I mean, they were tied with the Giants and the Raiders last year in terms of close games, and the NFL defines a close game as a one-possession game, and Denver had a, a losing record in those games. Um, I like the addition of Samaj P. Ryan. I think he's one of the slept, more slept-on backup running backs in the league. He's very viable. He's a good set of hands. Um, he kind of got overshadowed by Mixon while he was in Cincinnati, but I think that's a great pickup, especially if Javante Williams doesn't come back to being healthy and explosive as he has been in the past. But I think Russ cooks. I don't think he overcooks. I just think he's middle of the pack again, man. I don't think he's as bad as last year, but I like him under eight and a half wins. I don't see him getting nine. Yeah, I think on the offense side of all, you guys mentioned it's it's – ultimately up to Russ and I don't think he's going to do as bad as he did last year I'm not sure what that all was about maybe the altitude got to him and it stuck with him the whole year 
he caught the disease going to Denver and that just made him allergic to scoring points. I'm not really sure, but I think the defensive side of the ball, it's always been pretty stout, and I think that's going to play a huge factor in the success of the offense. Um, I mean, that goes without a saying, but Patrick Sertan's always good. I mean, Justin Simmons is a dog out of Clemson. Yeah. Um, they also have uh, Randy Gregory who can force fumbles on the, on the defensive side of the ball. So I think... I don't know which way to lean because I don't I, I I think they're gonna be a lot better than people expect them to be just basing off of last year um I want to call last year a fluke because that's not how Russ usually is with his with his career and everything but yeah I'll sway I'll sway against the Austin I'll go over I can see them I don't see them getting double digit wins what's their total at nine and a half eight or eight and a half, eight and a half. Yeah, I can see him. I can see him squeaking over that and getting nine with the easy start. But that's also really important. Um, yeah. If they come out, if they come out flat, like like picking up where they left off, kind of last year, kind of thing, it could really, it could really hurt their not only their their chance of hitting that number, but their fan base. Like if their fan base is out of it early, um, that could that could play big factors down the stretch. So. Yeah, I mean they need to win those first two games. If they don't win those, if they don't start out two and zero, and they go into that two month stretch. They are they're in a lot of trouble. But yeah. um, you can get their over eight and a half on FanDuel at minus one oh six and then their under is also minus money. That's minus one fourteen. So mm-hmm. that's a good call on that that stretch there, Austin, in uh, October and November because um, I know you mentioned some of the some of the names, but at Miami, at Chicago, home against the Jets, at Kansas City the Packers is a, an easier game, but I mean, not a walk in the park. Uh, and then Kansas City, Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland. So it's crazy, that is dude. about as tough as you're going to get crazy. during that stretch. Um, yeah, I'm just not sold on Russell Wilson. I think I think that might be the worst contract in the history of the NFL at this point. And maybe that's that's a little harsh, but his, his contract hasn't even kicked in yet. No, It hasn't kicked in. So it doesn't kick in until next year. That's insane. Um, he's still on his Seattle contract. So if he looks bad again this year, I don't know. Why well, I would I was so shocked that Sean Payton decided to take that position. Such, yeah. I just I really I did not want to be anywhere close to to Russell Wilson um, after what I saw last year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. You, see how he performs because he kind of took a beating off the field too and it seems like no one really likes him and he's kind of a he's kind of not a very um he doesn't seem to be a very genuine person based on reports he's just very all for the cameras and everything so yeah i mean it's a big big year for russell wilson over there yeah you like there over or under um I will go under eight and a half. Yeah, I just that 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 gauntlet right there about two and a half months. I just I don't I can't see past that. I don't see them winning many of those games. And before we move on, I just got word from my inside source that I made a, a typo. Uh, Justin Simmons went to Boston College, not Clemson. I was mixing up Isaiah Simmons. So do you know who Isaiah me. Simmons plays for uh, Arizona? So. I, I didn't catch that either, but Oh wait, so I'm all wrong? No, you're right. No, you're right. Okay. 
Justin Simmons went to BC and Isaiah Simmons went to Clemson. Yeah, Isaiah 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 Simmons plays for the Cardinals. Justin Simmons plays for the uh, Broncos. Okay, big hit. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to my second favorite quarterback in the league behind uh, Justin Fields. Justin Herbert just signed an absolute monster contract with the Chargers. Um, Trent, you can do you know off the top of your head what was it three hundred and something mil? I think. Um, but, I don't um, know if he got to 300 mil. But while you're looking that up, the point is he signed an insane contract, and their win total right now is set at 9.5. And, and I love this team. I They are super top-heavy, so if injuries kind of happen like they did last year, they'll be in trouble. But I love this team. I just I guess it's the offense that kind of draws you in, but they're so fun to watch. I mean – you gotta love Kellen Moore calling plays there too. With yeah, that high power offense. That is and that is such an underrated pickup in terms of the off season. I just I love them. They've increased their win total every year the last four seasons. Um, they do have a tough schedule, uh, six ranked or six hardest schedule in the league. But um, I mean, you had a guy like Quentin Johnson who can blow the top off of a defense to an offense that can already do that with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Um, I love this team, man. I love this team. And Eckler's in a contract year, so he's playing for for the bag. So I like them over nine and a half wins. Um, last year they finished ten and seven. I see them winning probably eleven, ten or eleven games this year. But um, yeah, I, I really like this team. You guys got to jump in here because I love Justin Herbert so much. <laughs> I may not be able to stop. Yeah, five five years, two hundred sixty-two and a half million. Two sixty-two. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, just just enough to um, be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm I'm probably as big of a Justin Herbert fan as you, so I don't know, Gage, if you want to break up the uh, the love fest, fest we got. that we have. Yeah, um, but you know, I just think that he's been in a situation where his he's probably had the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, and going from that to Kellen Moore, who we're all huge fans of, I think this has the potential to be, dare I say, the best offense in football. And, you know, Quentin Johnson, I know he's been up and down in camp uh, based on reports that I was looking at, but um, he does have potential. And if he's your three, you got upside, that type of upside as your wide receiver three with Justin Herbert, with that offensive line, you know, this this offense is going to be really, really, really good. Yeah, you know who yeah. he reminds me of is Mike Williams. He's not yeah. he's not explosive as Mike Williams, but just obviously his physical frame, and he, he reminds me a lot of Mike Williams. Yeah, you guys are kind of working on the offense, but they made a huge defensive jump with Khalil Mack, um, Shadow, and Joey Bosa on the defensive line there. I know he's kind of older what low 30 so who knows what he has left but we know what he's capable of for sure with what he showed in chicago um the thing with the chargers and i think not only us but a lot of other people could agree on is there's so much hype around them in the preseason and then they always seem to like not underperform but they always seem to find a way to disappoint um people who are high on them yeah they always have miscues when it comes to coaching not we've seen a couple instances last year where 
um, Brandon coaches Staley. simply lost them the games. You know, like not calling timeouts when they need to, or calling them when they don't need to. Yeah, Brandon Staley um, could be a little bit too too aggressive at at times. Yeah, so it's 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 hard for people to buy in, and I'm one of those people to buy in on this team. Um, but I don't know they. They're, they're injury prone that's one of their biggest problems is keeping guys healthy on the field but when like we can look at rosters all day on paper and they have one of the best offenses on paper in the entire NFL like you said Trent they they have the upside of being one of the most explosive high powered offenses in the NFL but can these guys stay healthy is what is what it's all about but um, to kind of go like with your guys' point they just fired their head trainer this past year so it could be a big a big uh a big upgrade with a new trainer to keeping these guys healthy so you never know yeah is that, is that the same trainer that killed Tyrod Taylor that was a um, team doctor a couple years ago oh that was a team doctor I'm pretty okay. sure it was yeah where he punctured his lung yeah you're yeah. right yeah yeah so if if, if these guys can stay healthy yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a, 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 wreck, a force to reckon with so I'll hop on the over with you guys I do like this team I like the upside of it but can they stay healthy is That's the biggest a big question. question mark. Yeah, and they they couldn't or they haven't been able to in the past. I mean, I mean last yeah. year, last I mean that you had Quentin Johnson obviously, but like other than that, they didn't they didn't do anything offensively in terms of adding guys, and they had ten wins last year. So it's like on paper they should be winning eleven or twelve games. But uh, yeah. before we move on to real quick, um. Justin Herbert, in my opinion, I th- I think he will break Tom Brady's record for most attempts in a season this year. Um, Tom Brady's record is 733, which was also last year in his farewell tour. But um, in Herbert's three years in the league, 595, seven, or 672, which was ninth in the league, that which is ninth in NFL history. Last year, he had 699 attempts, which was fourth in NFL history. So he already holds two of the top ten seasons in terms of attempts. And I think he's going to blow by that 733 number this year, which makes me so excited because this offense, if like you said, Gage, if they're healthy, holy shit. Especially especially with Austin Eckler like wanting out this right. offseason. He's like, playing for that money. Could play into that. Yeah. He, he's playing for a bag, whether the Chargers give it to him or not. But, like. It's it's yeah. the upside with this offense is crazy, man. And if Keenan Allen can stay healthy, I mean, he's one of the most underrated, not only receivers, but one of the most underrated players in the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, I think there. I have a bold take that I won't get into until our future episode, but I think Keenan Allen could be a if he stays healthy is a, is the reason why my take uh, is what it is. So. Yeah, I think that, I think that, firstly, if that's the case, I don't know if that's good, because I think that he was throwing so much, and same thing as Brady last year, just out of necessity, because they just had, like, no run game, and they're, they were basically throwing as their run game, and just throwing short routes. I think with Kellen Moore, hopefully, you'll see more downfield shots, and if you have more explosive plays... That should limit your amount of passing attempts. Yeah. You're not having to like nickel and dime down the field. Um, so I don't know if that's a good thing if he's throwing that much. 
that would mean their running game is non-existent and they're not taking the shots downfield that they should. So I don't know if that's more of a byproduct of the offensive coordinator they had, Lombardi, or what, or if that's just kind of how Herbert likes to play. But tell this year. By the way, I know J.C. Jackson was a big off-season addition last year, and he got he got hurt, hurt like two games into the year. Yeah. Do you, you want to guess what his PFF grade was last year? What was it? Twenty-eight. Wow. So that's really bad. That's uh, not good. I just thought it was funny jumping out. Uh, so you you got to think he'll be better and he'll be healthy. And um, obviously with Bosa and Mac coming back, the uh, elite pass rush if they stay healthy. Like you just have to say if they stay healthy after every every guy on this team. The, every guy on this uh, team. The one hole I would say is there the tackle room and it's been their kind of issue for the last couple of years is they just can't stop the run um so i don't really know if they did anything to be better in that in that area still concerns me but other than that man i just think that having having somebody like kellen moore is such an upgrade from joe lombardi so i just think this offense is going to be special I agree. I yeah, think... I, I can I can easily see them starting the year four and zero. But one of the big uh, takeaways from their schedule is they have a really early bye week, um, week five. And this could play into their health later down the year. But I could see, I could easily see and see this division um, being won in week eighteen when they play KC. I, I could see that being the game that decides the winner of this conference. So it'll be interesting. I think I think they'll. Uh, they'll persevere as long as their bodies persevere with them so yeah i i like that you brought up that by early bye week age because if you're looking at their schedule right after that bye week they got dallas kansas city chicago jets and the lions which is not an easy stretch by any stretch of the imagination but it's early bye week i agree will help them could help them in terms of long longevity on the season yeah, and, if, and like Gage said, if they're not, would be if I was a Chargers fan and I they weren't three and one going into the bye at worst, I'd be I'd be scared. I would be really concerned because yeah. um, they get Miami at home start. They should win that game. I don't want to hear about Miami. They should win that game. I agree. At Tennessee, they should win that game. At Minnesota, that's your one where. Um, they should win that game. They're a better team than Minnesota. I'm sorry. They should win that game. And then home against the uh, the Raiders, they should win. So if you're 3-1, and 3-1 and one at minimum, at, at worst, I'm trying to say, they better be fucking 3-1, and one, if not 4-0, going into the bye, or they're going to have some issues with that stretch. It doesn't get any easier after that stretch, Austin. Like, they get Green Bay, but then it's Baltimore, you know, New England, Buffalo, Kansas City later in the year, so... It's not going to get uh, terribly easier, so no important first four weeks for sure. Yeah, um, let's talk about Kansas City real quick, just to get it out of the way. <laughs> um, this division, obviously, in the entire AFC conference, runs through Kansas City until uh, proven otherwise. Um, yeah, I mean this this win total is set at eleven and a half. And as of uh, Sunday morning, it's only minus 133, which is theft, in my opinion. 
Um, getting that at 133 is an absolute steal. I mean, the Chiefs have won 12 or more games in the last five seasons. Every year, Mahomes has been the starter. And they've made it to five straight AFC Championship games, obviously three Super Bowls, winning two of them. Um, Mahomes has shown no signs of slowing down. He's the best player in the league. I mean, it's... I got nothing else. I mean, I got some insane Mahomes stats, or stats that I found insane, but I just... I have nothing other than they'll win over 11 games and that this entire conference runs through Kansas City. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that number's not 12 and a half. Yeah, I was one, uh, I was curious about that too. By the way, we both, I think everybody has the under in the Broncos and the over in the Chargers, or did I miss that? Yes. I don't think I said my over, but I have the over, if you couldn't tell by Yeah, we're by all... Blowing. We're all under <laughs> under Denver over uh, L.A. Yeah, but uh, back to the Chiefs. This 11.5 doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. Um, you said, Austin, they've won 12 games, what, each of the last four years? Five years. All their oh, – five years. All their difficult games are, are at home, um, except the Chargers and the, and the Jaguars. But they, they play Philadelphia, Cincinnati, and Buffalo – at home. Home. So they're going to be favorite, favorite in every single game, I think. Probably. That's, the only one I could see is at Chargers, maybe, week 18. Maybe they're a slight dog, maybe. I, mean, I think they're a favorite. They're not going to be underdog at home. Like, they'll never be an underdog no, at home. So, no. um, This team... They have the Jets. they have a chance to go fifteen and two, dude. Like I would not. Yeah, be, I wouldn't put it past. I would not be surprised. They have the greatest player in the history of the sport, so I would I wouldn't put it past no. them to do anything. So I'm not I'm not going to take the under. Um, he proved Mahomes proved last year that receivers didn't really matter. But it's not like I can even poke holes there. Defensively, they should be. They should be pretty good, you know. Yeah. Maybe not quite top top ten, but I think right around there is is definitely a, around you know eleven, twelve. That's their kind of their floor on defense. So I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be really, really good. I agree. But it's not, it's not, it's not saying a lot, but I really like that over. You guys don't think um, losing Chad Henney is a big, a big piece of that? You can't even say that with a straight man. face, dude. I'm fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shout out to Chad Henney, man. Wait, really quick, who's their uh, who's their backup now? Because uh, you know Mahomes is gonna. Yeah, stand by, Gage. Go ahead and make your point, and I'll I'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know what this team's capable of, and and what they're most likely um, gonna produce this year, like no other. Um, I can easily see them starting this year seven and zero until they go into that that matchup against the Chargers. Um, they did lose McCole Hartman and Juju. Cole to the Jets, Juju over to the Patriots. They also lost really, really one of their top good edge rushers and Frank Clark um, to Denver, as well as Carlos Dunlap. But and Orlando I mean, Brown, you lose him to Cincinnati. Yeah. But one of their, they, they they added a really, really good offensive tackle, um, Donovan Smith yeah. and Juwan Taylor, who was going to replace who they just lost, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley. Um, but yeah, I think 
this team picks off picks up exactly where they left off last year, I think it's hard to to flip the script and say that this team's going to have a disappointing year when a lot of their roster is still there. And the only person that needs to be on that team in order for them to win is Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, and they're both still there. And as long as that duo is intact, I don't see this total going under. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's not much there's not much to say about the Chiefs. We all know what they're capable of and what they're going to do each year in and out. So, yeah, I'll hop on the over. I can see them winning 13 games, 14 games. So Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they win 15. That may be a, a, a stretch, but a um, couple things. Real quick, Blaine Gabbard is their second string quarterback. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, um, big game Blaine. Big game Blaine. Big game Blaine. It's a... Uh, I know it has. It does not matter because it's Patrick Mahomes. But you look at on paper and you see Kendarius Tony, um, Valdez Gantling, and Sky Moore as your receivers one through three, and you're like, who the fuck is going to do anything in terms of the passing game with those guys as your wide receiver one, as uh, Kendarius Tony as your wide receiver one? But uh, Mahomes showed it last year with Juju, I guess, as his one that. You don't. He. It don't matter who he has. It's. It's. He won a fucking MVP. Yeah. Like. And I don't think. I don't think losing Eric Bieniemy is a huge deal because Andy Reid's still the play caller there. Yeah. Um. I mean, they, their new OC is uh the Bears' old head coach. Uh, Matt Nagy. Um, Nate, Matt Nagy. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's more so just gonna be like in game planning, maybe like in game adjustments. I mean, I don't think it's a huge thing. Cause he's not gonna be on playing or um, calling plays, but. Yeah, just hitting on that, that the enemy's not there anymore. Obviously, he's in Washington that we talked about earlier. But I really I really think Pacheco is going to have a good year this I year. I do, too. I, I love think, that. I think their their run game is obviously overshadowed by their passing game. But, I mean, you look at him, McKinnon can catch passes, like, better than – not better, but, like, he's one of the best pass-catching backs in the league. Yeah. Um, Clyde edwards Elaire obviously showed upside his rookie year and he's kind of declined from there but yeah I love I love Pacheco this year I don't know what his numbers look like but it'd be interesting to talk about that later down the road yeah we'll talk we'll get into that a little bit more on the uh our futures and like our prop show and whatnot but I love I love Pacheco too I really really like his upside this year yeah I feel like we were all riding Pacheco in the playoffs we were every game Super Bowl (laughs) yeah I'll have to go back and, and listen to some old pods but we were big yeah, they're all over Pacheco's props in the in playoffs. So. Yeah, and Miles Sanders, but that fucking Jalen Hurts ran four of them in himself. So all the yeah. rushing, all the rushing props that game were just screwed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah let's. Uh, I'm gonna run through a couple of these stat Mahomes stats before we move on. Um, uh, let me let me take my pants off. Yeah. Uh, six seasons in the league, Mahomes is second in terms of passing yards and second in terms of touchdowns through six seasons in NFL history. Um, He has two of the top 11 passing seasons in terms of yards in NFL history already. And in those same seasons, he he has two of the 11 most passing touchdown seasons in NFL history. Has the highest passer rating of all time right now. Um, he averages most passing yards per game of all time. Not not to cut you off, but the first – can you say that first stat again? 
through the I think it's important to highlight this. Through his first six seasons in the NFL, he has the second most passing yards and the second most passing touchdowns in NFL history. And he didn't even play one of those years. Correct. So he he did that in five years. Five years. Highest yeah. highest passer rating of all time. Has the tenth he's tenth all time in career completion percentage. In five seasons. Two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time NFL MVP, three-time SB winner. Like, this dude is the fucking GOAT. He will go down as the greatest football player of all time. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Daniel Jones? Uh, yeah, I was just – uh, you know, I was literally just about to ask him that. Like, <laughs> in, in his head, I bet it's neck and neck, honestly. <laughs> Give me Daniel Jones. Give me Daniel Jones. Not playing Patrick Mahomes. Um, all right, let's before we head out here, let's talk about this dumpster fire, in my opinion, of an organization in the Las Vegas Raiders. Gage, I'll let you kick things off because your uh, your boy is at the helm, Jimmy G. What are your thoughts on the Raiders this year? Made some decent uh, offseason acquisitions. Okay, so why are they an absolute dumpster fire? Let me ask you that. Um, because yeah, how, how dare you? How dare you disrespect Aiden O'Connell, bro? <laughs> that dude is a hooper. Um, buddy, have you seen him in the play? In the he torched my my forty nine ers. But he was like thirteen of fifteen hundred seventy yards and a touchdown. Like he might be better than Jimmy G already. <laughs> That's the future, Austin. Why? Why do you think? Yeah, go ahead, Austin. Why do you think they're gonna be so bad? I don't really like the position that this team is in. I don't know. They didn't. I just. I'm not a big Jimmy G guy. I'm not. I don't think he's the QB of, of the future for any franchise. Um, nothing about this team screams playoff content or wild card contender or even hit my win total contender. I don't like Josh McDaniels as a head coach. He's proven before that he's not a, he's a better OC than he is a head coach, and I don't see them making any kind of noise this year. I really don't. Bold, 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 bold take right there. It's not bold. I just, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's bold. bold. I just. You think, um, you think Derek Carr is better than Jimmy G? Yes. Trent. Yeah, I think Derek Carr. And if you're about to pull up this com- career completion percentage number that I'm sure you're about to pull up, don't. I think Aiden O'Connell's better than both, but don't even. <laughs> Don't try to hit that on me or put that on me because this man, Jimmy G, is the king of dump it down. And that's okay because he has Devontae Adams to dump down to. Correct. Who's, who's better than Devontae Adams? I think Devontae Adams is going to have a bad year, if I'm being honest, with Jimmy G. Like, all bias aside, like, because that, that, that boy's a deep threat too, right? Like He can do both. Jimmy G's not going to throw the ball down. He's, he doesn't throw the ball down the field. No. Um. I think Devontae Adams might want out halfway through the year. How much How much did that just kill you to say right there? No, it hurt, but... I mean, come on. Like, I bullshit a lot about Jimmy G and like how good he is, but he's not. He's not. Thank you. Thank you for fucking like, I'm, I'm, admitting that. I'm being honest. Like, he... he, he it's, it hurts to say, but like, 
Shanahan made him what he was. You know what I mean? Like, you put any quarterback in that system, he's going to be all right. It's the same thing um, with uh, Brock Purdy. I hate to say it. We'll get into it a little bit more later, but it's the Shanahan effect. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy G is just like, and you, you hit the nail on the head with Shanahan, but if his if he has to move off his spot, like, if he had, have you ever seen that man hit something on the run? Hell no. Besides a, besides a nickelback? <laughs> I've never seen him on the run. Or the ground? <laughs> like, I remember one throw. I remember one time he made a throw on the run, and it was, I guess, the Cowboys in the playoff game, and he threw it, like, right to the safety. I, I just don't think that it's not like, um, not like he's working with a great offensive line, and... It just it's just gonna be bad. And I mean if we're gonna be real, like he's gonna be hurt by like week seven. So it's really not gonna matter. Brian Hoyer's gonna, gonna, gonna have to go show. No, nah, don't don't disrespect my guy Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> it's his show. And uh he's the future if we're being honest. But Devontae Adams is sick. Like he's just really fucking good. He's the best receiver um, in football in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's so many good receivers in football, but I think he's the most like I think he's the best technically sound receiver in football for I mean, sure you look on the other side of the ball like they drafted Tyreek Wilson or yeah. Tyree Wilson Tyree Wilson yeah um obviously you have Max Crosby and they Ch- have Chandler Jones Chandler. now holding down the other side of the line so their defense their defense isn't bad I think the biggest hole on the defensive side is their cornerback play it's just not it's not there you would think they would try to draft a corner at some point yeah, that's like what. They, they, when's the last time they had a good corner? It's it's been forever. They should have, in my opinion, they should have went with Christian Gonzalez from from Oregon. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think that would have been a way better fit for for them defensively. Dude, they got but, Marcus Peters. What do you mean? No, be real. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, how do you guys you guys think Josh Jacobs Jacob is a gonna have a solid year? Or do you think Zamir White's gonna step in? Take more snaps or what? I think he'll be good. I'm I don't... sure as hell hope so. It's my fourth round fantasy pick, so he better be on the field. I don't think he's yeah. gonna have uh, lead the NFL in yards again, kind of season. But I don't think I don't see him taking a huge, uh, um, a huge step back. And like they brought in yeah. pieces to help to I guess quote help Jimmy G. I mean Jacoby Myers is he's a good slot guy. He's a good. He's a really good number two. Uh, Michael Mayer, the kid out of Notre Dame, they drafted. I mean, they still have Hunter Renfro. So it's like, and Trey Tucker, the UC goat, according some would say. But uh, I don't know, man. You look at this team yeah. on paper and, like, the top half of their offense is like, holy shit. But then you kind of look at the line and the defense, and it's kind of like, eh. Will they win seven games? By the way, they did. It looks like they did draft a corner in the fourth round. Maryland, Corey and Bennett. Got any? Doesn't doesn't ring on him. No. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, they. I don't know. Um, this team is just. I, and I like. I know we we touched on Josh McDaniels a, a little bit. But yeah, he's just kind of shown that he's not a competent NFL I coach at this point. I don't understand why they gave him a contract or like they brought him in. I don't understand that. He seems like the players don't like him. No. You get into it with Darren Waller or something. Yeah. That, him leaving is, we didn't even talk about that, that him leaving is a huge loss for them. 
You go from they, uh, you go from him to. Didn't they get like a fifth rounder for him or something? Yeah, it was like a fifth and or a third and a sixth or something. I think I'll pull it up. Yeah, I mean that's not great. So I don't know. I mean they they have talent obviously, but if Devonte Adams goes down and Max Crosby goes down, this is probably the worst team in, in football. <laughs> so they gave a third round uh, pick. You're right, Trent. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, what's their what's their win total? Um, six and a half. Six and a half. I'm on the under. Are we all Are we all going to be aligned every single uh, over under pick here? I think so. Are we all on the? I under? think I was. I'm pretty sure I was on the over for Denver. Were you? Yeah, I said they're going to win nine games. What's their over? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I like the over. Oh here. yeah, you were you were on the over. That's right. Yeah, I'll go under with the Raiders. I mean, I feel like we're kind of chalky in the, in this division, but I don't know I just I'm not a Jimmy G guy. I'm not a Russ guy. Those are my unders. I'm a Herbert and Mahomes guy. Those are my overs. So it's sometimes <laughs> it's 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 better. It's, it's just simple. It's kind of how it is. No need to overthink it. Yeah. But uh, I'm on the I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm going over. Over six and a half. I think. Yeah, I think they won eight games. You can get that at plus money, plus one, pretty, uh, plus one oh eight, so pretty much even money. But yeah, I mean, you gotta look at who they have a quarterback, right? <laughs> you, you, you're never allowed to say anything good about him again. You just dogged on him for like five minutes. No, I ain't dog on it. It's more so praise to Kyle Shanahan. True. You think Henry Henry Ruggs is in for a big year, Cage? I know he's in, but I don't know if it's gonna be a big. Year. <laughs> It's a big, it's a big three to, three to eleven years, I think. Yeah, it's true. Should be more, but it deserves more. But definitely should be more. <laughs> yeah, definitely should be more. But you know, yeah. AFC West, man. AFC West. How long do you think before we go? How long do you think Mahomes plays? Like realistically, he's going into his, he's going into his seventh year, sixth year as a starter, and he's what twenty eight or twenty nine. Uh, I think he's 27. 27, he? is he? Maybe he's 28. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like he can play as long as he wants. I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Yeah, he's 27. It's not right. like he relies. It's not like he's a running quarterback. And he's, he's shown, like, in the playoffs. Do you think he plays until he's an ankle. 40, whatever, like Brady? Uh, I mean, like I said, if, if it's going to be up, he, he's going to be able to. Like, he's still going to be able to. It's going to be a matter of if he wants to. Dude, he could win. He's not like paid, paid Manning, who probably wanted to play longer, but physically just couldn't do it. Dude, he uh, could go Mahomes to. has, like, bad injuries. Like, I think he's going to be able to play as long as he wants. He could go to, like, 10 or 12 Super Bowls, dude. The real question is, does he get to Brady's uh, seven Super Bowl count? Which I don't think he will, just because, just because how good the AFC is, and Brady kind of had some, some fortunate luck, I guess. Yeah, I'll I don't see, that way. I don't see him get to seven, getting to seven wins either. But I could see him getting to every bit of ten Super Bowls. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, they they've made what five five straight AFC championship games. Five straight Four. AFC championships. 
uh, three total Super Bowls. So. Yeah, but the thing is, you gotta. He's gonna be going up against Joe Burrow every year to get there, so it's just right. He's gonna win that, but. Right. Be fun to see, man. Be fun to see. But yeah, I'm that's so excited. I need football back. Oh, dude, I'm less than a week away. Less than a week away, and we got football. Uh, yeah, that's the AFC West. Uh, we'll dive into a uh, little college football on their next episode. Not a little, pretty much nothing but, right? Pretty fucking excited for that. Um, yeah, check us out on Twitter, take for take underscore. Uh, we'll throw uh, this pod out there, obviously, check it out, and then we'll uh, talk about uh, win, uh, win totals. You know, uh, tweet at us, let us know if uh, Herbert and um, Brandon Staley and the Chargers can give Mahomes a run for their money this year, or if it. Uh, if it's still Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid and company over there in Kansas City running shit, but uh, check it out. Let us know and uh, we'll- trivia and stuff throughout the show, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna deliver on that. Yes. Right now, we want to get out our preview content, um, and you know that's been something that a, lo- a lot of people have been knocking down our doors to you know hear our predictions and stuff like that. So we want to make sure that those are gonna be um, you know put in place. We get all that content out, and then we're gonna have a little bit more fun with the show. Uh, once the season starts, obviously with previews and, and recaps, but um, going to be a lot more of a gambling angle. We're going to get trivia, a lot of a lot of cool games in uh, at the end of the show, and, and uh, maybe you know have some guests on too. So a lot of big things are planned, and uh, I know Austin usually take this and do it, but I wanted to on your toes a little bit. No. You've done such such an excellent job hosting, so I wanted to uh, <laughs> you know get my shot at it too no so, well I appreciate i'm excited it. guys yeah i appreciate it but he, he you are right man we got a lot of fun stuff planned and um once season actually starts we'll uh we'll, we'll kind of take a different angle as to how we approach the show so i'm excited for all that all right boys until next time we'll catch you later see you guys